0: Amen, amen Well I tell you what I want to ask that question for you guys listening on the internet later on today Ms. Tanya found a great picture of a big old What do you call that? Is that? A, it's a polar bear All righty we never had none of them in 5'2 you got a big old polar bear laying there just snoozing And in the, in the caption says Are you tired? So I'm going to ask you guys Anybody tired? Just look little bit Yeah, yeah. yeah. All righty I'm going to let you preach next time. Junior's ready to roll, man. He's ready to roll. <laughs> but anyway, so I don't mean just because we had to move the clocks ahead. I mean, sometimes we're tired of what? We're tired of waiting. We're tired of, of you know, uh all types of things. I'm tired sometimes of hearing myself saying myself, I'm tired. I'm tired of being tired, you know what I mean? Saying things like that. And I hear that a lot. And I thought, man, this week I was like, man, I woke up and I hear some like, man, I'm tired. I'm getting out of bed and everything like that. And so the Lord just really ministered to me as I was kind of whining a little bit. He just spoke to my heart. And I'm going to share what he had uh, for us today. But sometimes we're, we're tired of working so hard. Amen. You're tired of working pretty hard. Amen. Yeah. Sometimes we're tired of waiting so long. Waiting for things to turn around. Sometimes we're tired of feeling so bad for so long. I mean, we're going to to talk about some real issues here. You know? And sometimes we're so tired of waiting for our situation to turn around. Amen. You know, it's like, how long, Lord? How long? But you know what? Regardless of where we're at in that situation, in that equation, I believe God's got a word for us today. Amen. So if you've got your Bibles, I want you to open up to Mark one thirty-five. If you don't, we try to put most of the Scriptures up on the, on the wall there. And, and this is where we're going to start at. You know, how many know following our role model, Jesus Christ is always the best, Amen, right? And it says this here in Mark one thirty-five: It says, in the morning, long before sunrise, Jesus went to the place where he could be alone to pray. You know, that's just a short little verse, but boy, it's got some power to it, doesn't it? You know, and I think about that. Wow. Why? Why do you think that was? I'll tell you why. Because everything Christ did was centered on what the Father was doing. Somebody say amen. That's a great place. Everything was centered on what God was doing. Man, if we could get that, I mean, if we could just get a hold of that, man, that would turn our tiredness into triumph, wouldn't it? If we could just keep God centered all the time. You know what? But like Miss Tony when she was praying, Holy Spirit will lead God and direct us to keep us on that rails of faith as we tune into what God's got to say. So I know that God can take the tiredness and turn it into triumph. And I pray as we look through this here, you know, God just really spoke to my heart. He says, you know, I I don't believe he wants his people just wore out and beat down. Amen. We should be vibrant. We should be ready to go, ready to roll, you know. And that doesn't mean we don't have tough times. It doesn't mean we don't get, you know, wore down a little bit. But you know what? I hope today we're here to fill up. Amen. Everybody ready to fill up on the word of God? Amen. Good deal. All right. Well, let's see what God's got for us. Now, as I prayed over this, the Lord just really broke this down and gave us like, give, give me that word. And I said that word was just pounding, pounding, pounding over my head. And I said, Lord, what are you showing me about that? Well, if you look at your handouts, we're going to see. We've got like five little, little uh, keys that I believe that's going to bring us around. The Lord is going to show us the remedy he gave you this week to put into practice. All right. So everybody doing good? All right, both of you are. Everybody else doing all right, too? Yay! There you go, I love it. Well, the first thing he showed me when we broke the word, you guys know I love to do that. Take T I R E D and break out. What, what are you showing me about this first letter? You know, sometimes it's just like he just scrambles it in my, my little pea brain. And, and one of the things is we really need to trust. It all starts out with trust, doesn't it? And I said, think about it do we really trust the Lord to carry our burdens? We talked about this a little last week, but I think it's worth bringing it, bringing it around. And I don't mean to sit on the sidelines of life on your hands, keeping them folded, but to actively, listen to what I'm saying, to seek the Lord to guide us daily. Do we do that? I mean, you know, we can, we can start out like that sometimes and then through the course of the day we start doing it our way. Because that only happens with me. Right? Let's be honest, right? But do we seek the Lord in each decision? Do we seek the Lord, you know, as we go through life and go through through the day? Or do we sometimes say... Well, I'll handle all the small stuff, and I'll just leave the big stuff to God. Now, he can handle the big stuff, but he loves enough to handle the small stuff too, amen? Yes, indeed. I think that's what happens. You know, when I talk to people, I say, well, you know, I, I don't know where. I don't, I've never heard this before, but the Lord showed blood up to my heart many times, and I know y'all have been here a while. I would say sin doesn't have to come in a 55-gallon drum. It's usually just a little at a time, and then we find out how in the world did I get over here, Amen. But I want to tell you about a loving God that says, you know what, I'll draw you back. I'll take you regardless because you know what you're worth He sees you as a masterpiece. If I could get anything to you today, I want you to know that you're a masterpiece. Because sometimes we just don't feel like it, amen? That's not even in the notes. That's just, you know, talking to friends this week and and different things. And, you know, I'll tell you, when you do funerals as much as we've been doing funerals, you start to really look at stuff different. You start really looking at your day like, Lord, I say this a lot of times when I'm praying. I say, Lord, if this was the last message I ever preached, I'm going to give it all I got. You ever think about it If today was our last day that the Lord gave us, how would you live Would you live it different than if you think you got 40 years, 50 years? I just want you to think about the uniqueness and the greatness of today, of the moment that we have today. Don't let it pass you by. Being tired and beat down and worried about tomorrow. We might not have tomorrow. But we got today and we got right now. And I'm excited about what God's going to show us today. Amen. So we want to actively seek the Lord. The guide us each and every day. And we see as we follow the role, role model of Jesus Christ. He would get away sometimes. wouldn't he? He'd just take off and spend some time with his Heavenly Father to fill back up. And sometimes I think we just need to withdraw from the noise and the busy schedules. Amen. Anybody got a hectic life? Sometimes kind of crazy Sometimes schedule just keeps going And before you get one thing done There's 27 more things Amen Probably 30 things at least You know there's always something You should say Man if I could just get right here I'd be good to go But you know what I think when when I For me personally When I view my life that way I'm always You know oh man I'm I'm drudging and and doing this But when I say Man you know what Lord What are we going to do With this piece of the puzzle This minute this hour, this relationship, this time, this opportunity. You know, a lot of times I'll talk to people and me and Jeff were talking this morning. He says, hey, I got a prayer request and stuff like that. And, and I used to a lot of times because I was so busy. I said, yeah, it sounds good. We need to pray about that. And maybe throughout the course of the day, my intentions were good to pray about that. But maybe something else came up and I didn't pray about it. So you know what I say now? Hey, you want to We're going to pray about it right now. Right now. Yep. Sure do Because you know what I don't want to miss Those opportunities That God puts out In front of us every day So let's keep on rolling So let's take a look at this How often Do we set aside time To be with the Father Oh I'm going to preach to you now Watch y'all's feet now (coughs) Oh yeah Now think about this In the course of your regular day I'm not talking just on Sundays I'm not talking on a bad day On the course of your regular day How much time Do you spend with the Lord Everybody's Calculating You know Sometimes it's more than others, right? But sometimes we're just so busy. We've got to get going, right? Well, that's the day we really need to spend some time in prayer. And you know what? I'm not telling you anything that you don't already know. just want to encourage you with that word. And I'm preaching to me first, like I said. Because, you know, when we got a big day, we cannot afford to go out there without prayer, right? We've got to put on the full armor of God. We need to be listening to the Lord. We need to say, Lord, what's going on? You know, sometimes, how many, how many go through a day and you thought, ah, oh, I didn't see that coming. Huh? I mean, where in the world? What? I didn't see that coming. You know, you walk into something and you meet somebody or, or you get an email or a text or something, you go, what? We need God's wisdom, don't we? We need God's guidance. So, getting back to the time we spent, I want y'all to take a look at this. I'm read this here. If you gave your wife, husband, or friend the same amount of time you give God, how would that work out for you? Amen? Think about it, think about it so I think, I'm, I'm going to tell you What I'm talking about What I'm asking is this If I gave my wife The same amount of time That I spent with God Would it be enough To sustain a healthy relationship? Think about it You know, you see people Say, well I don't need To go to church Okay I, I hear what you're saying Well I pray I pray when I'm on boat or Whatever Okay, that's fine That's good I would be too Because I can't swim <laughs> I would definitely be praying Right? All those different things You know? And so I, I think about that time. But how would that look in the relationships if you apply that to your wife, your husband, your friends and everything else? Because if you're just praying on the way to work, I can tell you if I just talk to my wife on the way to work and I don't spend any more time with her, not going to be good. Right? Or, or, or with my children, if I only say, hey, uh, you know, okay, uh, yeah, I love you and everything good, then don't get in trouble today. I see you like. They need a little bit more than that, don't they? I know I do. I need everything God's got for us. So I think about it. I'm just asking the question to, to make a mistake. How many, I'm going to flip it on you a little bit. How many got that friend that calls when they need something? And only, oh, why y'all pointing at me? No. <laughs> That's you.
1: I do call when I
0: need something. I call some other time. See? But they only call when they need something. Right? I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy with God. I probably told you this before. Every time I think of that subject, I got a buddy that calls me every blue moon. And I will say this, at least he's honest. The last time he called me was about three, four, five, six months ago, whatever. And he needed this. No big hot cakes. He said, buddy, I said, hey, what you need? <laughs> he says, you know what? One of these days, I'm going to call you when I don't need something. But today's not that day. <laughs> He said, "Man, I need a guitar, man." I said, "Okay, I'll bring." Everybody. He said, "When are you going to your mom's?" I said, I'll, be, "I'll meet you there." But it, but he was honest, you know. He said, "Today is not that day. I need something." You know what? If we were honest with, with God, is that how we come to Him a lot of times? Just when we need something, just when it's really bad, you know. But God loves us so much; He wants us to, to talk to Him every day. He loves you that much. And I, I think about that oftentimes. And I thought about this too. You know, a lot of the things that God blesses us with, things and stuff, is the very things that rob our time from Him, amen? Think about that. It could be our possessions. I'm not saying it's not a bad thing to have stuff. It could be, it could be our boat, our computer, our TV, our iPad, our, our house, all these different things. You know, we've talked about this before. I've got a lot of people that's going to be here any day as soon as they finish that home project. But see, there's always another home project. And then, then then the baby's sick, and then, you know, my wife, it's our anniversary, and then, and they got this list in this list of things that are really important and good, great things, start building a wall between God and them. But God has graciously blessed us with these things, right? And I'm not saying no, don't spend time with your family. Don't 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 misunderstand what I'm saying. But where's God in the equation? Just want us to think about that a little bit. Where's God in the equation? And God's got a way of multiplying time, amen? It's funny. Anybody got a busy schedule? Yeah, everybody's got a busy schedule. Just ask them. And then, guess what? Then they say, well, mine's busier than yours, and yours is busier than mine. It it doesn't matter, right? If it's your schedule and it's busy, it's busy. But is it too busy for God? I hope not. I have to be honest. You all know, I will talk about Jesus in a minute. In a minute. Don't have no food line stores. I didn't go to the store this week. <laughs> yeah? But I can't wait till I go back. But you know, I, when I go to food line, I'm always talking about it. I don't care where I'm at. I'm talking about Jesus. I'm talking about Jesus. And it was not too long ago, I had talked about Jesus with about four or five people. I mean, I mean, people, if they go to get a cart, I'm going to go to the cart over there and I'm out of the food line. And I'm right over there. Oh, excuse me. Thanks a How are you doing today? What's going on showing you? I used to say that all the time. And then one of my friends said, hey, man, I don't even know what he's showing me. What is he showing you? I just said, hey, man, what's God doing in your life? And they go, I I, I don't know. I said, think about it. All that God does for you, what's God doing in your life? And one of my brothers used to say, I'm breathing, man. That's all I got right now. (laughs) He said, that's all I got. And you know, if you're this hyper, at like 6 o'clock in the morning, they're going, back away. You know, so now I'm learning to stay away from everybody until they get their coffee. Then they're okay. They're like, okay, come on. What you got? But you know what? We love to make uh, every opportunity, all those things count on It's so important. It's so important. So much at stake. And so when we look at those things, I want us to be mindful of getting involved with God. Amen. Everybody doing good with that so far? Let's go to our next point. God showed me this, for The I. About being involved. You know, we need to get involved with what God's got going on. I said, God has something for you and it may look totally different than what he's got for me. Amen? That's okay. It's just as unique, just as powerful. And and you know what? It's going to be awesome because God works all things together for the good. Amen? Aren't you glad that everybody doesn't have the same color car, the same thing, everything else? I used to hear a story about, I think it was uh, was a Henry Ford. He said, you can get any color car you want, but it's coming in black. Wow, okay, that takes all the guesswork out, doesn't it? Man, I'd like to have that. Yeah, we got a black one. Uh, You got a red one? Uh, No, we got a black one. God likes variety, doesn't he? And he likes uniqueness that he's poured in each of us. And so many times I think about, we think, well, man, you know, my gift doesn't measure up, or I don't do like she does, or I don't do like he does, or anything else. But I want you to hear today, as we get involved, God's going to use the uniqueness that he's put in your life to impact somebody else's life, to touch somebody else's life. And I'm going to tell you, like we said before, you can have your best friend tell you something all day long. You can have your husband tell you something all day long or, or your wife or whatever. And somebody, you know, that you pass in the grocery store say, hey, your hair looks nice. You go, really? Right? Your husband told you 27 times, but, but you didn't hear that. But somebody else said, oh, that's nice. Right? Why is that? I wonder. Because sometimes I think we get complacent with one another. Do we get a little complacent with one another? Yeah, she knows I love her. But I, I ain't buying flowers. You don't know much flowers. Are? I just thought I love her. But you know what? As we invest and get involved in relationships and stuff like that, it takes time. And it takes encouragement, too. We're going to get on that in a little bit. But I think that's one of the number one reasons. You know why people don't get involved? Because it's time. They're tired. They're tired of being wounded. They're tired of being things that didn't go the way they thought. They're tired of this. They're tired of that. I know I get like that sometimes. And I have to go back and go, wait a minute. Am I working for God? Or am I working for me? I, and I'm doing this to, to see certain results? Well, yeah, we're honestly <laughs> like to see some results. But a lot of times, the, the the spiritual results, the things that really jump way out there, you don't see them just like that, do you? How many people have been praying for a friend, husband, something, whatever like that in their life? For quite a while, to come to know Jesus, right? And you have told them about Jesus. You've tried to model Jesus in your life. You you try to love him and you've blown it a little bit. And you try to come back and say, hey, you know, I I, I didn't do right, but I, I'm just trying to point you to Jesus. I love you. I just want you to know about Jesus, right? And then somebody, would just say, hey, you know what, you need Jesus. They go, okay, why do I need Jesus? I had a guy that uh, I spent man. I had a lot. Of, I had a lot of man hours in on this guy. You know? I talked to him about Jesus. I mean, he's right on the edge, man. He's on the edge. I know I need Jesus, body. But I don't want to. You know, he's trying to, he thought he had to be good enough. And, and he's thinking about all the stuff he had to give up, man. I'll tell you what. The devil had him on the ringer, man. He was just like that. Anybody ever been there? Oh, man. But see, it's about what Christ did. Amen. On the cross. He's risen. And I talked to this guy. I, I, I said, hey, I've been eating. I said, hey, I, I need to take this call. I talk to this guy. You know, later on I talked to this guy and I didn't hear from him for about a week or two and he called me up he said man you ain't going to believe this I said what's up I mean months talking to this guy he said man my brother-in-law told me about Jesus man. I gave my life to the Lord <laughs> and I had to be honest I was happy I was like I've been telling you for six months but I said Praise God I wasn't the last link in the chain but I was one of them you know so, you know, a lot of times we're going, well, how come I didn't get to see that? You know? Well, maybe you're just the guy who's passing the baton. But you're still running that same race. Keep your eye on the finish line. Amen? Don't get all wrapped around that. It's hard not to. But I'm going to tell you what. Don't get tired of doing what's right. Amen? God will give you the energy. He will give you the strength. He will give you the guidance. Amen? And guess what? Everybody needs a cheerleader. Right? You know, I say it every week. Here we go. Let's keep on going. So so we've got to get involved. We need to see what's going on. And I'll tell you one other thing I want to bring up. Have you ever noticed this? When you get involved sometimes, you end up having more energy. Because you're not focused on all your stuff. It's hard sometimes. It's hard to get by that. You go, man, I've got to do this and I've got to do this. But you start getting involved in helping somebody else and doing a few things. And you see some other needs of some other folks. And God starts filling you up so much, he starts lifting you up. What does he do? He starts to ignite your faith. Let's talk about that. Ignite your faith. Getting involved with God and His plan will ignite your faith. It fuels your compassion and broadens your outlook. Amen? I never want to get stuck inside the walls of church. Hear what I'm saying? Love preaching. Love doing this. But I want to tell you what. What we do here is so we can go out there and tell about Jesus. Amen? So on your job, tell about Jesus. If you're retired, you got more time to tell people about Jesus. Maybe I don't know. My father-in-law said he never knew how he, 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 he ever did things before before he got retired. He's so busy now, right? You can you can find you can fill that schedule up, right? And I'm very thankful because that's the best thing that ever happened to me when my father-in-law retired. I said, you need to call your daddy to fix that. <laughs> we got a list for you, great daddy. But you know what? I'm so grateful for that. You know. Willing to invest in this stuff and and spend some time with your family and stuff like that. Man, what a blessing. And I I think more and more about that. I wrote, it fuels our compassion. You know, I don't know how many years we've been doing this. We've been doing a homeless ministry. We go usually once a year, and me and Miss Tanya went this last Wednesday. And, you know, um, there wasn't as many people there. And we said, I guess that's a good thing. There was still a crowd, and there was still a need. But we get to go and we get to serve and we play some music and do some things and try to encourage folks in the Lord. Wouldn't it be great if we didn't have to do that anymore? Hear what I'm saying. Because they all had a place to go. That's what I'm talking about. But until they do, we got a job to do, don't we? Now, I've done street ministry off and on over the years and different things. And I I talk to people. And um, everybody might not be called to that, but we're all called to ministry. Some sort whatever. And a lot of times people say, well, you know, they just choose to do that. Maybe. Uh, Well, you know, they should have chose better. Guess a preacher to me too, right? There's things that I'm like, because let me tell you, in talking to people over years and years and years that end up in that situation, it doesn't take a whole lot. I talked to a gentleman one time several years ago. He said, I was working. I got hurt on the job. boom. Didn't have any benefits. Couldn't work. Then the doctor bills came in. And when the stress of the money got on, guess what? Boom, boom, boom. Marriage went like this. He said, in the course of about six to eight months, he said, here I am. I said, wow, that fast? See, a lot of times we'll hold on to security. He said, well, I got X number of dollars in the bank. He said, I thought I had a little money. He said, I was right. It was very little. Because when those doctor bills came in, it was gone. He said, with everything stripped away, he said, I know God will provide. Do you know what? That guy kept going. kept going. You know what he did when we were doing street ministry? I was talking to my buddy today about Chris. When we used to do street ministry just from the one back there. We used to pass out sandwiches. My buddy, uh, Chris Wright, started a, a street ministry years ago. He called it a cup of salvation. He started out, Lord put this on his heart to, to go out and, and, Newport News and minister out there. And he had like four kids and 12 bag lunches. Do you know... The last I was involved in that, I know Shane said, they had a bunch of churches involved. And we've out 150 lunches. And Shane said, well, that particular guy I was talking about was there. You know what? He started serving with us. He'd do with that so somebody else could get something. He'd go around here. He'd help people over here and all this stuff. He was getting involved. Guess what? You would have seen the whole, whole demeanor of this man change. See, because when I first met him, he said, man, I can't believe this happened. I can't believe this happened. But he got involved with something and started helping other people. And guess what? God come raise him up, raise him up. You know what? He got a job back. He got another job. And he gets so good at the job, he got a truck. You know what he did with a truck? He came down here and got guys jobs. You know what? I don't think God caused any of that. But can God work with that? You see what I'm saying? All that was stripped away. But he came back. He didn't forget what he he had walked through. And he didn't forget what God did for him. And he would go down there, man. And he would pick guys up and take them and work and get get them to work and things like that, man. What a blessing. It's nice to see when somebody takes a hold of what God's got going and God works through them and they use it in a mighty way. And it wasn't just, whoo, I got a job, see y'all later. Never forgot what he walked through. And that's not in the notes, I'm just telling you. Some of us are walking through a tough time. You say, I don't know why I'm walking through this tough time. I, I don't know how I'm going to do that, but I'm going to tell you what. Just like Danette said last week, she says, you know, I've, I've experienced a few things in a different light. She said, but you know what, now I can minister to somebody that's walking through that. See, it's hard to share something with somebody if you haven't been through it. And that doesn't mean you've got to go through hell to get to heaven. But I'm going to tell you what, as we walk through these difficult times, ask God to refine us and say, show us, Lord. How can I be a blessing to somebody else? Help me when that time comes, so that I can be a mirror of Christ again, Amen. I tell you what, it will ignite your compassion, fuel your compassion for others. Amen. But well, I want to tell you about something else here, Lord. Show you. Let Christ's presence invade your life. What do you mean by that, man? I'm talking about as we spend time with God. There's no greater place. I've never heard anybody say this. Have y'all help me out with this? I thought about last night when I was preaching to the couch but I got that thing converted, right? <laughs> Amen. Y'all know what I mean. It's been here for a while. But anyway, I thought about it. I have never heard anybody say, man, I am so tired of being in the presence of God. Have you heard that? Never. Because I don't want to go. I just want to be where God's at. I just want to groom. But you would act like you get tired because we don't want to take the time to get into His presence sometimes. Because we're just too busy. Don't get too busy for the Lord. Amen. A lot of times we can get so busy, we miss the whole deal. Let's go back to this. So how do we do this? How, how, do we, how do we let Christ's presence invade our life? What did Jesus do in the morning, long before sunrise? Jesus went to a place where he could be alone to pray. Make it purposeful in seeking the Lord and cling to Christ, amen? Seek the Lord. Worship Him, exalt Him, praise His holy name, amen? That's what we need to do. And I'm gonna move along because I got a lot of points here today. But you know what? After we do all that... We can rest in Him, amen? We can rest in the Lord. Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. All right, got a few. Here. i want to peel through. Rest in the Lord. What do you mean? When we start to realize God's in control and we're not, we can start resting in the Lord, can't we? Have very, I have very little that I have control of, really. You know, when you look at the big picture. Look at your work. All you can do is really just do your best. Look at your kids. All you can do is really just do your best, right? Pray, ask God to lead and guide you. Try to be that mirror of Christ. When you fall, get back up and ask the Lord to help you and strengthen you and pray for them and and walk with them and everything else. But, you know, when we rest in God, what we're saying is, I need your best, Lord. I need your best. And that's what we all need. I think we can agree on that, don't you? We need to come and agree with God that you know what your way is much better than mine. That's where the rest starts. We can rest in His righteousness. Amen? When we realize we're given His righteousness, it will produce (laughs) right thinking that produces the right responses in our life. If we don't have the right understanding, we won't stand long. Amen? If you think God's out to get you, you you're going to run to Him when things are bad? You know? No, but if you know God's for you and you know God loves you and his righteousness has been imputed to us because of what he's done on the cross when we receive him as Lord and Savior, right? So now we're in right relationship, not because of our behavior, not because of anything else, but because of what Jesus has done and by faith we grab hold of that. Listen what I'm saying. But it should start producing like living in our life. Hey, I know there's a lot of work to be done in my life. Amen? But I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to keep seeking, I'm going to keep asking for forgiveness, I'm going to keep leaning into what God's going on, doing, and you know what, I'm going to say, Lord, today, help me choose good today. Lord, help me to respond like you want me to do today. But you know what, that comes out of spending time with the Lord, amen, and, and realizing that we have his righteousness. And so, if we want to stand and we want to stand in there for the long haul, we need to put on the full armor of God, right? We need to have His Word open, right? We need to be speaking His Word, standing on His promises, because that's where our strength and wisdom come from. Amen? Stuff you guys know, but it's always good to hear, right? Well, also, we've got to receive His rest. You can hear about it, but never cling to it. (coughs) What do we always say? I know but. That, that, That but will knock you right on out, man. I know but. I started thinking about this. I said, you know what? I came home. I, you know, sometimes things will change in a minute. We know. And it doesn't have to be bad. Usually if we think something changes in a minute, it's like, ooh. And there's a lot of things that, do, that does happen like that. I went in. Went, uh, we were off last week a little bit with some of the snow. So I went in on Wednesday. I've been working my job for 29 years. I've worked with this guy all these years. My buddy's been working there 31 years, right? And he come in and he was smiling. I said, hey man, what's up? He said, how you doing? I said, good. I went to my desk, I found him, he goes, guess what? I said, what? I thought, man, he must run the racing pool, right? <laughs> I said, what? He goes, in two weeks, you will be by yourself. I said, what? He said, I'm retiring. And I said, what? <laughs> I said, I-, I wanted to say good, but at first I said, I was thinking, first I said, who's going to work with me? I said, I was like, well, uh, good. <laughs> Man, that's good, I think. You know? It is good. I just didn't know it was gonna happen that fast. He's told me for years, he said, man, if I ever sell my house, I'm out of here. I'm gonna be golfing in Myrtle Beach. Woo! He's been doing this all week. Woo! <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it, because I got like 50 more years. So anyway, and I don't even golf, you know? So anyway. So I started thinking about that and I said, okay, there's, there's a lot of smart people out of. Ow! <laughs> A really lot of smart people out there where we work with, and they can do our job, but there's only like three guys training in the, our area. Now there's two. And the other guy I said, good, they're going to bring my buddy back. My other buddy, they're going to bring him back. That's good. And they go, well, I don't know about that. I said, like, what? What do you mean? I'm thinking, I'm going to have to retrain somebody. I don't you know. I probably forgot more than I need to tell them. It's been so long. I started thinking about me, 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 Right? I started thinking about that. And then I start and then I listening to my buddy. I so, said, you know what, that's good. I had not seen him that happen in a long time. I said, that's good, man. That's good. So, you know what? I came home and I shared that with the class, I shared that at home. I said, you know what, uh, my buddy's retiring and this and that and all that. And I said, when I talked to the boss, they said, well, they might not replace anybody. They're doing cutbacks. They might have not even fill the slot. All this, we used to have four people, now it's me. And I said, well, you know what? I said, but you know what? It's all good. And I just kind of talked through it and everything. And Jesse was doing something good. You're not worried about your job? I said, no. He said, uh, you said they might cut back and they do all this? And I said, you know, really, I've been thinking about this. I said, if I do the best I can do, um, and I'm not in control. I said, God's in control. I said, guess what? The company's not even in control. God's in control. Amen? Amen? So, so I had to kind of just work through that and I said, like, wait a minute, what about I've been resting? Here. Am I going to rest in this thing or not? Right? And I said, like, I like, you know what? He's been taking care of me good for 49 years. It's not like he's surprised. You know? This is this is, I'm getting to the to the message part of that, what I'm telling you. You know what Jesse said? He said, okay. That was it. Your kids will watch to see how you respond. Amen? They're watching you. Whether it's good, bad, or whatever. Because what do you think? If I say, oh, man. No. Whew, man, we might have to go live in a lean-to. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I just don't know. You're going to say, well, what you been preaching all this time? Hey, even when you preach it all the time, sometimes you got to, okay. All right, it's got to sink in here a little bit. And I thought, well, gosh, if I just do my best, that's all I can do. God's got it. It, This is not surprising him. It's like, oh my gosh, the whole world's going to stop because this guy retired. I'm not even talking about the retirement. I'm talking about, you know, jobs change, things change, healths change. All these things change, right? It doesn't take God by surprise. But as we trust him, we can rest in him, realizing that I really don't have very little control of that. You know? How, How much do we really have control of? We can trust God and move in God's direction and let him guide us. And receive the rest. Amen. That's what I hope you get out of that, that story right there. Very true. And we're going to see what God has going there. You know what? Wouldn't it be something he brings somebody over there that's another believer to encourage us? Or maybe he'll bring somebody over there that's not a believer and I can tell them about Jesus? Because I'm going to tell you what, they won't know about Jesus if they come over our place, Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. I gotta little I gotta tell you this. There's an old broken-down building that I work in, in the back. Right? You know what they call it? The chapel. <laughs> They said, where's he at? He's in the chapel. That's it. I'm going you know what, if you come in there, I'm going to tell you about Jesus. And if you're not there, I'll find you and tell you about Jesus. It don't make no difference to me. And, and it's funny because, it, and it's not that you, you got it all figured out. You just pointing to the one who does. Amen? You might be that person at work. They say, ah, can you pray for us? Hey, what, what's God doing in your, in your life? I want you to hear that. So I want you to listen to this again. Our children will follow the pattern you lay out before them whether it's good or bad. Lord, help us to lead a life and leave a godly legacy for our children, amen? You know? And, and I want to tell you this. Just like we said, sometimes we get tired. I'm praying for my children. I'm praying for my grandchildren. I'm praying for Uncle Joe or, or whatever the case is. I want to encourage you, just hold fast. Just hold fast. God's in control. And I know sometimes it's a but but you just don't know. And you're right, I don't know. But I know it, it hurts your heart when you've got somebody that's so close to you that you love so much and they're running from God. But I'm going to tell you what, our prayer for each one here, for our families, God, if we're not that link in the chain, we don't care. Let somebody else be the link in the chain. We just want them to know Jesus amen. That's what we want. All right? Well, guess what? Here's something else. I said, you know, when I was writing this. I said, we just need to refuse the negative. Y'all ready for that? Write that one down. Write that one down, okay? Refuse the negative. I said, boy, if we could just master that one thing, but I think people miss what I'm saying. I said, refuse the negative, not repeat the negative. Come on. Repeat the negative. Because if there's some bad news, I'm saying, like, can you believe that? I mean, they're repeating them. Hey, man, did you hear that? Can you believe that? Oh, my goodness, I just can't believe that. It'd be quick to get on the phone, right? How fast are we to get on the phone and say, hey, man, I'm gonna tell you what Jesus did today. Well, they probably don't want to hear that. I do. He can me. I love to hear what he's doing. Amen. But I said, you know what? Let's refuse the negative. I talked about a guy one time I worked with. Everybody was talking, 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 talking. And they said, and what do you think? I said, I ain't got nothing to say about that. And I went on. And I told you the story before. And my buddy found me later on that day. He said, hey, man, what's up? I said, hey. He said, I was at the table when they were talking, yacky, 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 yack, yack. and, and everybody had their input. He said, man, that was a blessing what you did. I said, oh, I just walked away. He <pelli> said, I know. It. Sometimes we just need to walk away. I didn't have any input on what they had to say. I couldn't see anything that I could bring to the table in that same room that was going to glorify God. So I just said, well, I could to step out. I don't have anything to do with that. I don't have anything to add to that that will bring something positive. I'm not going to be part of the reindeer games. So what actually happened was stepping back, for five guys. You're like, and guess what? You know what he did? I went back and sat there, one by one, boop, 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 diffused it. Now what would have happened if I said, hey, you know, I believe that too. Yeah, I always thought that. He's got shifty eyes. Whatever. You know what I mean? Oh man, they would have gone right on around again. Yeah. And you know what would have said? What would have probably come out of it? You know what Pastor Butter said? (laughs) You know what he said? You ever say that? You say one little teeny comment and you wish you didn't say that, and you're like, oh, I wish I didn't say that. And the only thing that was heard out of 75 conversations was yours, "Yours." right? You go, oh no, that's not good. And then it's it's in the wrong light. I always tell people I said, I I I can do that by myself. No help. You know? So what am I saying? You know what? A lot of that stuff, just let it go. Let it go. And I tell you what, I think, man, look how this would just change the whole deal if we would refuse some of the negative stuff out there. Let's keep on moving. All right? Well, you know what happens when we do that? We can rise up in the Lord. Rise up in the Lord. I said, when we refuse that, man, we could just go with that. Take authority as a believer in Christ and use God's word on it. Read that scripture. Y'all ready for this? I love this. See, a lot of what are we going to do? What's going to happen? I don't understand what's coming I Man, you're chewing on your fingernails and everything else. What if, what if? Oh man, I just don't know. But I love this scripture, Psalm 37, 25. And the psalmist says, I was young and now I'm old, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging for bread. You know what that translation is? God's got you covered. He's going to make a way out of no way. Amen? So, understand who we are in Christ? <coughs> Give God the glory. Trust God a step at a time. Rest in his righteousness. Rest and in, 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 in receive his rest. But refuse a negative. Man, that enemy will get on your back. Yeah! Miss Merle says she went out to eat the other day. She went to a Texas Roadhouse. I said, did you get on that sound? She said, no, but I have. Right? Right? But that's how that devil will try to do. Y'all been in the roadhouse and it's your birthday or something? Yeehaw! We out! You know, All right, let's give them a big old Texas howdy. yee They start singing and everything. You know? They pry the guy back off, prop him back up over there, right? That's how the enemy wants to do He wants to get on your back like that Sal. I got him there. Right? And we feed into that. We go, yeah, he's got me now. Everybody going to the roadhouse when they leave here? I, you, I love that place. What I want you to see is sometimes with the imagery as we look at that man, you know, that enemy wants to just get on your back and ride you right down to the ground, man. He wants to say, you can't do that. Why not? The Bible says, I do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Well, you know, but you got this going on. You got that going on. But the Bible says, while well, we're yet sinners. Christ died for us. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. And every time they got a butt, Jesus got a bigger. A it's finished. Amen? He's always got it done. Oh. Again, let's read that again. I just like that. I was young and now I'm old Yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken Or their children begging for bread Amen Aren't you glad to be a child of God Amen And it's not because You're so uh, smart and figured it out It's because God's so loving And He took you right the way you are Isn't that something Level at the cross it's, I just love it Let's keep on rolling Now With that being said Let's do a little encouraging Anybody like to be encouraged yeah. Goodness gracious I was going to encourage you but It not like you needed Anybody like to be encouraged yes indeed I said this right here encourage each other in the Lord you ready for this I wrote that and Kevin sent me a text I said is my phone on he must know what's going on they encourage me in the Lord many of y'all do that and I appreciate that I said perfect timing God's perfect timing anybody got a big week this week coming up probably how many don't know if they got a big week coming up or not? everybody We never know what's coming up here. But God does. And He's more than enough. But I tell you what, it sure does help when you've got somebody on your side encouraging you. I want to tell you that God's on your side to encourage you. (coughs) If you want to be encouraged in the Lord, read the Word of God. Open the Word of God. Get His Word on you. And if He decides to bring a cheerleader on like Kevin or Mike or Tanya or Tim and everybody in this room, that's good too because we always got one room. On Team Jesus. Amen. Encourage somebody in the Lord. Amen. Well, guess what else? Experience His grace. She said, Well, man, count. I, I said, How do I do that? Or how do I show them to experience your grace? And the Lord said, If you count all of the things that I've done for you, you will start experiencing my grace. You will start seeing the things that I've done in your life. Have you ever thought about that? I, I said, You know what? Count all that Christ has done for you and do it often. And I believe when we do this, we start to embrace His goodness. And honor the Lord for what he's done. It's refreshing to our soul to count the blessings. Let his grace wash over you. Isn't that something? I think about that a lot. You know? It's easy to think about, man, my toe hurts, this hurts, that's going on. And I realize we have these situations of pain and different things. And, and, and loss and all these things. But man, if you could have somebody come along and say, you know what? Let's, let's look at this. Look how God got you through this. You know, just have somebody come along and say, hey, you know what? Let me me just show you how God's working in this. Just taking a few minutes to relax and receive what God's doing. Man, experience His grace. You want to experience His grace? Open His Word. You want to experience His presence? Turn to Jesus. Amen? Let's keep on going. So what else we need? We need to have an eternal outlook. You've got to remember, we're just passing through this thing. You ever think about that? We're just passing through. We're really not here that long, you know? Y'all see me do that that uh, illustration with the rope. You know, you got this much right here, about three inches worth of red on the rope, and the rest is a big white rope, and it's, it's, it's talking about eternity. And we get so wrapped around the red part that we don't really even invest in anything for the long haul, amen? Have you ever seen that? We just get so worried about today. We get so worried about this and all that. And I believe that we should uh, be involved in what God's doing every day. But a lot of times, it's, it's we get involved, And then, when we run aground, we say, hey, God, you want to hang out? Right? We do that, right? But you know what? I believe if we start our day with Him and spend our day with Him and end our day with Him, He'll chart the course along the way, amen? And we may get some rough tides, right? And we may bottom out from time to time. But you know what? What did Paul do when he was shipwrecked? What did he do when he was in jail? He was sitting, man, and God got the walls down and opened the hearts of people to receive the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray with every step we make and everything we do and, and every song we sing and, and all that, that you know what? That it's, it's, it's doing something <coughs> in the supernatural to take your heart and prepare it for the word and seed that God has got for you today. Amen? I want to encourage you with that. So have an eternal outlook on things. I said, tomorrow is not promised, but eternity is. We're going to spend somewhere for eternity. This whole body is going to wear out. But our spirit's going to last forever. And I'm just going to be real clear on this. You know why? There's one way to to heaven, and that's through the person of Jesus Christ. And when we reject him, there's nothing left but hell. Amen? You say, man, you're trying to scare us. I said, no, I'm trying to inform you. That's it. See, a lot of times to make the best decision, you need all the pieces of the puzzle. I want to give you all the pieces of the puzzle. Jesus saves. Jesus is the only way. Amen? And I tell you what, we see that so often that it just... In a blink of an eye, things can change. Well, I'm going to pick up some pace here. Everybody doing good? Let's talk about being devoted for our, for our D, amen? Depend on Christ. Man, it honors God when we rely on Him because it says, Lord, I trust you. You ever thought about that? As a dad, you know, sometimes they're not listening to me. They're not listening to me. They're not listening to me, listening to me right? And, and maybe moms too, but I'm just speaking from the dad's part. And they want to go, hey, dad. See, when you get the, hey, dad... You know, guess what? I'm listening now. I'm listening now. <coughs> you know, sometimes when it comes to the oracle, hey dad, hey Lord, I'm listening now. I'm listening now. Help me out. This guy stiff on you? No. Nope. He says, you know what? I told you about that 27 463 times, and you know if he gave you that number, it's right. You now this is coming. Come on, man. I just, I, I, I don't see it in, in the Word, but I, I just believe it in my heart. And I'm very careful when I say, I believe when we get there, God's going to say, I gave you children so I could show you how I love you. That's just what I think. Because so many things i see with my kids, right, and close relatives and things like that, I said, man, isn't that how God does me? Isn't that how God does? You know, you just want, you just want the best for people you love, amen? I mean, you go to great lengths for people that you love, right? God loves us all. He goes to great lengths for even the, the worst sinner, right? And he says, you know what, you're worth it. Wow, that's some devotion, right? That's some amazing things. So we need to depend on God. Well, getting back to who we are in Christ again. Destroy the works of the enemy, right? Destroy the works of the enemy. As a child of the most high God, we have authority over the enemy. Man, I want you to grab that today. I want you to understand that we got God's word on it. I think we should be speaking God's word. I think we should be trusting in God's word so when those waves come on, we say, well, wait a minute. That's not what God said. I'm going with what God said. And I'm going to stand on that and I'm going to see it come through. And sometimes we might get a little tired. But i tell you what, keep on trusting. Keep on investing and encouraging and resting in Him. Be devoted to what God's called you to do, amen? Well, guess what? If we do that, then guess what? We need to go deep. What do you mean go deep? I thought about this. It's funny how God puts things in your mind sometimes. Anybody used to play, uh, maybe guys, a little football, a little two-hand touch? And we had a great big playground where we lived at school, but we always played in the street. Why did we do that? I don't know. Y'all remember the Nerf balls? Boom, you can throw it as hard as you want and just bounce off, right? Think about going deep, and I thought about this. We used to play play this guy. He always, I'm QB, I'm QB. I'm quarterback, I'm quarterback. And he would talk faster than me, right? And we would go and get out there, and I never understood this, but I knew the play. And I don't know who Reggie was, but he said, "All right, Reggie, go long, go deep." <laughs> so if you were Reggie, you, you had to go to the you were going all the way down by by, by Miss Davis's house. I mean, you that big, you going you going deep, right? We have that opportunity to go deep with God, spend time with God, and every time, right? And then somebody else he said, "I think I think Buddy's Reggie. I think Buddy's Reggie's going deep, right? Take off, Ron." Go and I mean, I mean, he's like putting more postage on that thing. He who throw that thing, man, and you'd be in the end zone. Touchdown. What in the world does that have to do with this? You know what, Reggie? We need to go deep in the Lord. That's what I'm saying. You know what? Each one of us have the opportunity to go deep in the Lord. In the things of God, be devoted to God. But more so, realize that God's devoted to you. Isn't that something? Because when our devotion slips slips and and, and, and is not really uh, getting 110%, guess what? God still is. That's the word. I want you to know that God's for you. Amen? And now I've got this to to carry you home with. Dream big. Anybody got any dreams? Amen. And you know what? If, If you're here, and I won't say old, I'll say if you're mature, you still got dreams, right? And God's had all that time to work out all those things in your life. Let me tell you. He can make it happen. He can make it happen. It might not look just like you thought, but it's probably a whole lot better than what you ever dreamed of. God wants you to just move forward. And as we're devoted with Him and and, and go deeper with Him, let me tell you, I believe we'll see those things. And also, just like I was thinking today, the, the illustration of when they do that relay race. You know what? You might just be that person passing on the torch, passing on the stick, passing on the message, passing on forgiveness, passing on grace, compassion, whatever it may be. But what God's pouring in you, look for ways to pour down on somebody else. Because the chances are they need it to, amen? That's something that God always has for us. His love is not in a box. His love is just not inside the walls of the church. If it is, we're not experiencing the fullness of his love. Because the fullness of his love is to go out into the highways and the hedges and compel him to come in, amen? So don't get too tired doing good. You know, let God stir up in your heart the dreams that He's planted so they rise to the top and God can make them a reality in your life. God can make it a reality in your life. And I want to just bring this home as we come to a close and I want y'all to hear this. So, if we're tired, I want to go back through these things. We can trust. We can get involved. We can rest, encourage, be devoted. I want us today to know that you know what we can trust in the Lord. Does anybody believe we can trust in the Lord? Look at His character. Look at His word. He said it is finished. All right? Don't try to carry it by yourself. Don't try to carry it by yourself. Leave it at the cross and don't pick it up. Go long. Go long. How do we get involved? You know what? Maybe it's serving somebody else. Maybe. It's making a commitment to Christ today. I don't know. Maybe it's today. Say, Lord, you know what? Yesterday was, I missed it. And you say, Lord, you gave me a new day today. I want to get involved in what you're doing. A lot of times we think it's all about doing, 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 doing. The greatest thing we could ever do is give our life to Christ and let him guide it. Amen. From there, let him lead. I said, you know what? How do we rest in in, in him, just like we said today, know that he's got the big picture? Rest in his loving arms. And be an encourager. This week I want to encourage you to be an encourager because when you encourage somebody else, let me tell you, God places something, a deposit in us, and it starts to grow out. It's amazing. Have you ever encouraged somebody and and they grab hold of that? Feels pretty good, doesn't it? Because I believe God has planted that in us. And as it grows to the fullness and manifestation of that and comes out of us, God's working on the inside of us. Amen. He's working from the inside out. Aren't you glad that he does? And I said, you know what, Lord? Help us to be devoted to what you have called us to do. Lord, help us to be devoted ah, to serving you, to listening to you, to trusting you. The last thing I want you to take home with you is renew your strength in the Lord. David would renew himself and strengthen himself in the world. When everything was going on, David was a man after God's own heart. David was a man that blew it many times. David was a man that, you know what? That God said, you know what? I can use you. Each one of y'all sitting here today, you're a person that God says, I can use you. He says, I love you. I forgive you. And my grace is sufficient. us pray. Father God, I know sometimes we get tired. We get wrapped around the wheel. I know that there's so many things going on sometimes. We just think, how in the world? I just need to find neutral. Or maybe I just need to find first gear. I don't know what it is for each person here. But I do know this, Lord, that you are willing and you are able. So Lord, help us to trust more. Help us to get involved more. Help us to rest in you. Help us to be an encourager to others as you encourage us. Lord, thank you for your devotion to us. All you want is in return is us. You just want us to trust you. You just want us to, to come to know you. And you gave it all so that we could. If you're here today and you say, buddy, it's, it's been a long haul. And you know what? God understands. And then you say, I'm just so tired. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Well, let's change that, that spelling around a little bit. And look at what God shows us today. About trusting in Him. Being involved. resting in Him. Encouraging others being devoted so i pray today lord that through the time we spend together here i pray that you are in the hearts lord i pray that you, you're saving souls lord i pray that you're forgiving people that you're breaking strongholds lord that you you're working financial situations in their life lord that you you're letting them see that they're a masterpiece lord that you let them see no matter how tired they are you can be their strength. amen that's my prayer today lord for me for my family for my friend, for everybody we encounter, may we bring the Lord, the presence of Almighty God with us to that situation. You hear and say, man, you know, I don't know, if I, I don't know if I could carry a cup of Jesus, you know? And guess what? If you know him as Lord and Savior, he's already placed his spirit in you. Allow him to pour through you. He'll work from the inside out. If you're here today and you've never given your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, we don't want to miss an opportunity for you to know Jesus, the Lord and Savior, encounter His love and His grace. You say, brother, i got so many things going on in my life, you just don't know. You're right, I don't know. Don't even need to know. Because I know the Master, and His name is Jesus. And He says, you know what? I love you. The Bible says, like I said earlier, while we we're yet sinners, Christ died for us. Don't try to get it right. We can't get it right on our own. Let Him work with you right where you are. And if that's you today, and this is your prayer, and you say, I need Jesus, he did the hard part. Right where you at, open your heart and say, Lord, come into my life. Forgive me of my sin. I know you're the Son of God. I'm gonna trust you today. If that's you today, don't leave here today without saying, you know what, buddy, I prayed that prayer with you today. From your heart. He says, if you confess with your mouth to the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart, God will raise him from the dead. You will be saved. Do you believe that? Are you confessing that? You say, Lord, I need you today, Lord, right now, right now, today. The urgency's here. His love is here. His forgiveness is here. Claim hold to that. If you're here today, say, buddy, I've done that a long time ago. And i walked away from him. Amen. <coughs> you know what? I think we all have at times. Stop running. He'll come right where you are. You're not here by accident. You're not here. Uh, just, well, I just happened to stop by no... We pray over these messages all the time and I'm fully convinced that God has you here for today to hear the word. And Lord, hide us behind the cross that you're magnified, that your word goes out and that they see so much more than, than what man could do. They only see what God has done. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap.